Ministry leadership is hard. It can be exhausting and confusing and overwhelming, especially in times of great change like we're living in now. That's why we need to get up on the balcony, as Ronald Heifetz puts it. We need to learn to get a view from the top, see what's happening on the dance floor. That requires leadership skill, adaptive capacity, emotional health, and deep spiritual formation. I'm Marcus Watson, and my hope is that these quick conversations with Todd Bolsinger would help you both develop a healthy outer life of ministry leadership and a healthy inner life of faithful discipleship. Hey everyone, uh, I'm here with Todd Bolsinger for a uh, quick conversation for the Long Hall of Leadership, and uh, today we're going to talk about a quote from uh, Kurt Fredrickson, Dr. Kurt Fredrickson. He's the director of the Doctor of Ministry program uh, at Fuller Theological Seminary, um, and this is from episode 103, uh, titled Willingness to Adapt the Church After COVID. Here's what he said in that uh, conversation. He said, churches pre-COVID were over-programmed and under-discipled. And let me say it again. Churches pre-COVID were over-programmed and under-discipled. Um, so, Scott, um, how do we see that reality? So, um, Marcus, thanks for that question from that quote from Dr. Fredrickson. Yeah. Kurt is probably, because of his role at Fuller in the doctor ministry program, he's probably connected to more pastors than almost anybody I know. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting about that is he made a connection that not everybody sees, which is programming does not necessarily lead to discipleship. Mm -hmm. And that's a big disruption that happened during COVID because up until COVID, most of us were asked when we thought about discipleship, we assume that meant a program. Yeah, And one of the things we've really learned and that we do a lot at the Church Leadership Institute yeah. is helping people pay attention to what is the wineskin that might have to be set aside mm-hmm. so that you can make new wine for this growing, yeah. for this, for this day, right? Yeah. And so one of the wineskins I think we're spending a lot of time talking about is programming. Mm, and that programming yeah. itself yeah. doesn't necessarily lead to discipleship. So it forces us to think more creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, programming. <laughs> so uh, here's what I'm thinking about. Um, uh, at the time of this recording, I also just recently interviewed E.K. Strasser from a, uh, about her book, Centering Discipleship, and she talks about a discipleship pathway, and that pathways can look different for different people in different contexts, uh, contexts, different uh you know, so local context and uh, different churches just based on who they are. Um, um, so how do we, how do we get away from the programming and, uh, and lean more into perhaps what might be called a pathway or uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on actually doing discipleship that shape people into people who are kind of living like Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this is a lot of our research and our work at Church Leadership Institute, when we ask people about the larger adaptive challenges they face, mm-hmm. th- this programming and discipleship comes up. Yeah. One is programs are like the canoes that Lewis and Clark used until they got to the mountain. It mm-hmm. got us this far. Programs yeah. were really important mm-hmm. because what programs did is it let us do things with crowds of people at scale yeah. that we didn't have to replicate and personalize every single thing. Mm. The problem, however, is now we've realized that most of our programs are we're like we're hanging on to them like canoes. Yeah. Well, we need to be willing to set them aside for the bigger vision of discipleship. Right. So what right. I think about is this pathway. I, I don't know that research or that what sure. they talked about, but I know we're going to need lots of different ideas. Yeah. Um, 
Pat, Pat, so, but one I that we use a lot with our work with our folks is Alan Kreider's work on the early church, the mm-hmm. patient for a minute of the early church. Yep. They, they believed that discipleship needed to be centered in the life of the congregation, like the primary activity. Yeah, right. Well, once you say, okay, discipleship and spiritual formation is the primary activity. So then we start asking the question, mm. why do we have pastors of discipleship? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> if, if, the, if the pastor is not the pastor of discipleship, then yeah. what's the pastor doing? And yeah. in many places, um, that just raising that question is going to cause uh, people to start having to ask some deeper questions about competing values and about having to rethink old mental models that have yeah. us stuck. Yeah. Um, and if you had to say, this is what I'm curious about. If you had to say discipleship is for the sake of, what would you say? Because um, it's not uh, right. Because it's not just about ourselves and our own. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To me, discipleship is always, it is the formation of people into the likeness of Jesus to be able to do what Jesus does in the world. Yep. So yep. it's just, so formation is always for mission. Yeah. The problem is what we've often done is we've thought mission is about a program. Mm-hmm. So discipleship has become training people for activities in a project or a program. Mm-hmm. Um, in many ways, I think discipleship has become either really institutionalized how do you create people with the capacity to help all of our institutional programs continue? Or it's become really individualized. Mm. How do people take on spiritual practice for their own spiritual well-being? And yeah. it really needs to be more missionally focused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, and that that is going to really help us re- begin to reframe yeah. Yeah. the question of discipleship. And and frankly, every one of the churches who end up in our cohorts or uh-huh. that we work with yeah. are taking on this problem right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's a big one and it's important. Here's the here's the quote one more time. Uh, from Kurt Fredrickson, churches pre-COVID were overprogrammed and underdiscipled. Well, thanks for listening to this quick conversation with Todd Bolsinger. If you find the Spiritual Life and Leadership podcast valuable, would you share it with someone you know? And would you also rate and review the podcast? That helps to make the podcast more findable for others. Again, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time here on Spiritual Life and Leadership.